PGA Tour Countdown is brought to you by PXG. Nobody builds golf clubs the way we do, period. And by my bookie. Now, let's get to the Masters and PGA Tour Countdown. Welcome in, everybody. Frank Bassett, live from the Masters. This is PGA Tour Countdown, Masters Edition. Thanks to my bookie and thanks to PXG for being our sponsors. And uh, we're going to get right into it for you. This was Larry Mises, former champion, last Masters. And this was Sandy Lyles, former champion, last Masters. And Freddie Couples had some things to say after he made the cut Uh in this Masters, and after a soaking rain on this uh, Saturday morning completion of the Friday round two. So let's get right to it and hear from Larry Mize, Sandy Lyle, and Fred Couples, not necessarily in that order. PGA Tour Countdown is brought to you by PXG. Nobody builds golf clubs the way we do, period. And by my bookie. Now, Let's get to the Masters and PGA Tour Countdown. Welcome in, everybody. Frank Bassett, live from the Masters. This is PGA Tour Countdown, Masters Edition. Thanks to my bookie and thanks to PXG for being our sponsors, and uh, we're going to get right into it for you. This was Larry Mises, former champion, last Masters, and this was Sandy Lyles, former champion, last Masters, and Freddie Couples had some things to say after he made the cut uh, in this Masters, and after a soaking rain on this uh, Saturday morning completion of the Friday round two. So let's get right to it and hear from Larry Mize, Sandy Lyle, and Fred Couples, not necessarily in that order. Well, you know, it's just, uh, it's just unbelievable, surreal. Uh, you know, words, words don't do it justice to uh, have won here and played here for 40 years. Uh, pretty incredible. I mean, the fans were great and get a reception like that and then weather like this uh, I didn't expect that I didn't expect that at all yeah you probably wish you could play nine more today right no I'm good I'm good <laughs> my, my, my nerves weren't holding up you know that back nine wasn't very good the putter was really shaky and I missed a lot of putts on the back nine and obviously as a competitor you hated to, to play that poorly on the back but uh, it's okay I mean I just uh, did the best I could and uh, it was uh, a great two days yeah, that was very special for Sandy to come out and, and just greet me there because it's uh, Sandy's a good friend, a great champion, and to uh, to finish off with him is pretty cool. Yeah, I like that. When you when you went by eleven, did you have any thoughts at all or, or look back? Or, I mean, that was the whole change a lot. Yeah, n not really. I mean, it has changed a lot, and uh, I was just trying to make four somehow, you know. But uh, yeah, I, I didn't. Uh, nothing special there. I'm just, you know, I'm not playing too bad. I'm, I'm one over at the time. I'm just trying to kind of finish it off as best I could. Yeah. I think especially about looking at the leaderboard where you used to 
put up the scores for people. Yeah, and I did. I did glance over at three today. Definitely, I looked over there and looked at the leaderboard, and uh, you know, had some had some nice memories of you know when I was you know, fifty years ago when I was there as a kid working on it. So it was special. How many special. years did he work on it? Uh, two years. I worked for two years, and then we moved to Columbus, Georgia, where I met my lovely wife, and uh, <laughs> then I uh, so I didn't. That was only two years. Yeah. Larry, what was the uh, what was the emotion when those trees fell? I, right I, 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 shock. I mean, scared. I mean, I, I've never, I've never seen anything like that on the golf course. You know, I, I've seen branches fall, big branches. I remember being at uh, uh, Spyglass one time out in California when big, big branch fell, which was scary. But nothing like this. This is just, uh, just. I thank God that nobody was hurt. It was just a miracle that nobody got hurt. And. Uh, what was the sound like? Did you hear oh, I, I, yeah, I'm, I just tremendous. You know, like I say, you, you hear a branch, but all of a sudden I heard that, and I go, oh, my gosh, what is that? Because the sound was, you know, Patrick Reed, I was talking to him in the locker room last night while we were waiting to see if we played. He was on 15. He said, I can't imagine what it was like for you because you could hear it all the way on 15. It was so loud. Well, um, but were you two? Oh, I was... I was on. I was standing on the right side, which was near 17, right by the back right bunker on uh, there on 16, lining up my putt. And then all of a sudden, I heard it, and I looked around, and I saw the trees that you know they were probably at about an angle like that coming down. And I saw people scattering, and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, people get out of there! And thank goodness nobody was hurt. So but, basically, uh, just sounded like one of your t-shirts, right? Uh, <laughs> only when I'm asleep. Yeah, only when I'm asleep. What are your plans for the rest of the week? Um, you know, just enjoy being here with, with my family, uh, you know, enjoy my grandkids. They may, they may head back to Columbus today, but uh, just enjoy the week. I've got I to do something tonight, and uh, we'll head home tomorrow. But just have a nice, relaxing day and watch a little golf on TV. Yeah. What, what did you have to uh, – how did you play 18 today? What did you have to hit? Well, I hit a, a poor drive down the right, and then I hit a, then I hit a five iron, uh, kind of a chunky five iron up the middle, and then I hit a thin six iron on the green. <laughs> How was that? And so, uh, you know, just, you know, the ball's going nowhere, and I'm, I'm hitting it short right now anyway, so it was just, you know, it was, uh, I knew the last two holes. I, I wish we could have finished yesterday, but at the same time, it was pretty cool finishing this morning. Yeah. How many shots did you have to hit today? I'm sorry? How many shots did you have to hit today? I had to hit uh, five shots today. Five shots. You need me to, you know, oh, okay, five shots, yeah. Need to get some more yellow jackets back here. Yeah, exactly. I, I, we, we will. We'll get them back. You know, a lot of good players, and there'll be some good players coming out, but uh, definitely need to get some back. Yeah. The shot that won you your Masters, do you ever, could you reflect on how that shaped the rest of your life at one moment? Well, you know, I, obviously I, I, I hope and don't think it changed me as a person, but other than that, it changed a lot. I mean, it, it changed, uh, you know, gave, gave me opportunities, gave me and my family opportunities to do things we wouldn't have otherwise done. The recognition I've gotten—I mean, it's amazing to win to win the Masters and then to do it in that fashion. Kind of just enhanced it. Um, so it was—it's uh, hard to put into words. It's been a tremendous blessing uh, to to have, to have won here, and uh, it has—you uh, know—changed my life uh, for the better, no doubt. Did you ever have a moment in the years after with either Seve or, or Greg? No, you know, the next week at Hilton Head, I saw uh, Greg in the locker room, and I just told him, you know, you handled it like a champion. I just told him, I thought he handled everything really well, because that's, that's tough. I mean, you know, you, you know he's, he feels like he's in good shape, and I, I pitch it in, and that's a tough loss. And I know he hated it, and I, you know, there's nothing against Greg. I mean, I, I'm, I'm sorry it hurt him so bad. That sure wasn't my intent, obviously. No, it wasn't my intent at all.
did you say something to Seve? You know, I never did say anything to Seve, but but Seve was great. Uh, Seve came over and wished me luck on the 10th green, which I, meant a lot to me. He said, oh, hey, hey, good luck, you know, wish me well to, going forward, and uh, that meant a lot. Then he walked back up the hill. Yeah, I mean, Seve and, and Greg and I, too, I got along well with both of them, and, you know, I played against Seve in the Ryder Cup, and we had some, some good times together, and uh, it, was, it was very special for him to say that. Yeah, meant a lot. Hey everybody, the 2023 Masters is rocking and rolling, and my bookie is your one-stop shop for all your betting needs. You gotta take advantage of those crazy boosted odds that those folks have. At the my bookie money bag with a chance to lock in top seeded talent at long shot odds. You gotta go here. Go to mybookie.website slash PGA Countdown and use promo code PGA Countdown. You know, my bookie is the only online sports book that makes you feel like you just hit the sweet spot on that three wood you beat your best friend week in and week out out of all of his money. Because you know what you do? You bet, you win, and they pay. Getting started, simple. Here's what you do. Go to mybookie.website slash PGA Countdown and you use promo code PGA Countdown to secure a first deposit bonus up to a thousand dollars. Dollars. That's right, a thousand dollars. Pretty simple here. All you got to do: deposit two hundred and play with three hundred instantly. Just use promo code PGA Countdown and claim your bonus. Whether you're a diehard or casual fan, simply put, there's never, ever, ever been a better time for you to start exploring the world of online sports betting with my bookie. Remember, that's mybookie.website/pga countdown, and use promo code PGA Countdown. Got to use that promo code, folks, PGA Countdown, and bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. Start uh, with that finish right there, <laughs> being able to experience this with Leary. Yeah, I mean, I obviously know uh, what's going through his mind, and it was just a part of a, just a, a welcome, and uh, also to a new era, I suppose, for the both of us. I just thought it's the right thing to do, you know. I think the wife suggested it, and I thought about it. I said, "Yep, I'm going to go back out there and uh, welcome him to a new era." <laughs> so, 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 just sum up how you feel now after going through all that with Larry and yourself. Cold right now. <laughs> Can't believe how it can change so quick. It's amazing. But yes, it's um, it's part of many, many years of playing competitive golf um, since I was about uh, 15 or 16 years old. And it's come to an end. And I'm sure Gary Player and Nicholas and a few others have all gone through the same system and, and Mr. Watson and that lot. And, you know, I knew my time was coming up pretty soon the last few years. And you can tell by the scores that the course is killing me out there. So... I went out this year with a little bit of hope because I was working hard on the game to get some sort of game together. Um, but the, it's, um, it's a grinding machine out there at the moment with the length for, for older players. You know, maybe in time they'll, they'll have another little tournament going on with, within the Masters tournament, the, the over 60s, you never know. Play off the front tees and be entertaining. <laughs> Thinking about your last night, Sandy, I mean, yeah. you obviously knew that, that you, know, you wanted to say to the old end to the people who were there. Yeah. You were quite sort of touching your heart, blowing kisses. That's not sort of normal for you. Well, I think it was the right thing to do, wasn't it? You know, to, to say something back to the, the patrons. You know, they've been very good, very um, 
knowledgeable of the game of golf. Uh, a lot of them have been coming here for many, many years. And, you know, I've probably been a few miserable times when I come off the 18th and I want to <laughs> go and bang my head into a wall somewhere. But other times has been great and they've been very supportive and it, more noticeable probably yesterday when they all stood up coming up the 18th and uh, Jason Kokrak stood by the green and clapped for me all the way from there so um, it's it, they're nice memories and I'm I'm going away with going home with good feelings how, mm. how close were you do you think to being able to part finish last night oh seconds seconds we were just basically lining our putts up and I was going to be the last to putt because the other two had got to finish and Taylor Gooch had a, like a two and a half footer for a bogey and uh, he had to wait as well and we tried to talk to the official that you know please <laughs> let us finish but no they stuck to the rules and the rules are rules and we had to abide by that how did you spend last night? Um, a lot of tequila <laughs> and uh, a bit of whiskey tasting at about one o'clock this morning. <laughs> Tell us about the replica putter, Sunday. Yeah, the replica putter is uh, an idea that Ping came up with, and they reproduced the the model of putter I used in '88, which is a Ping Pal, and um, they obviously reserved one for me. And it's, I didn't realise it was going to be a goldish one, so we thought it'd be nice to use it on the last hole from whatever 10 12 feet and had it presented to me by my caddy and you know the old royal is the sword <laughs> wipe the blood off that kind of thing but um it didn't hold a putt though it was a lousy putt but it was just a nice moment to use a, a putter that i used many many years ago Sunday, were you aware that everyone was trying to rush to come and see you this morning? Yeah, we saw we saw them sort of stacking up there by the scoreboard, and I thought any minute now there's going to be a stampede. But yeah, it'd be nice if probably another few more minutes, and I could have um, the crowd could have given me a good send off. How long was your putt last night? Uh, about 12 feet, probably 10, 12 feet. Yeah, 10 feet more likely. Yeah. Which one? Uh, took out the four iron and the three irons so mostly two rescue clubs because <laughs> they can fly the ball higher in the air which I need to on the fast greens so yeah I've always criticised a few of them over the years and oh, you've got a rescue club have you another rescue club and yeah, I'm doing it myself now no it wasn't the original it was a ping pal okay. and um, ping have reproduced the ping pal um, for people who are collective or whatever it is and uh, I've got the one which has got actually C on it which is champion 1988 okay. on the on the side of the putter it's a nicely made putter I mean it's no well it looks like gold isn't it yeah what would you do with that putter now it'll go back into the trophy cabinet I think when back home in Scotland yes it's hit two shots is it two is it two putts yes yeah That was a nice touch. I would say the, the boys, you know, not from my era, you know, they're, they're only in their 30s, and, but they were very good, well knowledgeable, and they said, well, we'll give you the, we'll the honour up the 18th, which was quite nice. Then you feel a bit bleh at the time. I hope I could hit the damn fair, because my drive at 17th was not worth mentioning about, I tell you, but it went along the ground. 
So the driver, yeah, I did. I kind of semi-topped it or sculled it, you know, trying to get the ball up to get the get the carry, and I must have stayed behind it too much and caught it off the bottom of the club. So it wasn't very pretty, but at least the one in the 18th. I teed it a bit higher this time and got away with it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, thank you. PXG will stop at nothing to create the world's finest golf equipment. Their new Gen 6 golf clubs deliver blazing fast ball speed, outstanding distance, and breathtaking forgiveness. But it doesn't stop there. PXG's high-performance men's and women's apparel will elevate your game with lightweight, high-tech fabrics. And now you can tee it up with PXG's brand new Extreme Golf Balls, bringing you big distance, snappy green grabbing control, and a slick alignment aid to help you sink more putts. Find it all at pxg.com. Fred, it looks like you've made history here. Um, what's your secret? Well, you know, I played really well the last couple days. I've said the word really a lot of times because I enjoy the place, but um... You know, I hit my tee shot yesterday in, when the wind was howling and I had like 2.30 the hole and all night long I thought, you know, just make a five. I wasn't even thinking about a four and I made a five. So, you know, that's probably the best I could have done unless something crazy would have happened. But, uh, you know, there really isn't a secret. I mean, everyone loves this place. That doesn't mean you're going to play well. If I hit it really solid, I'm a good iron player. And, you know, yesterday... A couple of the bogeys I made, I fatted an 8-iron on 7 with a pretty easy shot, thinking maybe I should have hit 9, but it was a little funky, a little lie, and then I hit a little too much. I flew it on 17, about 4 feet from the hole, and it bounced over, and, you know, most people would have got it. I'm down. I bogey both those holes, and other than that, besides butchering 13, I, I hit most of the greens, and, and I actually had a few birdie chances. Were you, uh, Fred? Okay, I'm gonna get up this morning and get loose. Uh, you know, I wouldn't want to be on the tenth hole. I, I, I think if I was on the tenth hole, it might be a little different story. Although everyone, you know, is gonna be struggling and trying to make pars. It's again, I, I had to slice a three wood from the fairway, and I thought I hit a pretty good shot, and it went. I mean, I had 48 to the hole, so I hit it 172 yards. You know, it's just not going anywhere. And then Russell Henley hit a wood and smoked it on the front edge. And uh, Alex Noren hammered an iron into the bunker. So, you know, 18, you would think if it stays like this, I'm not being an idiot, but there's going to be a bogey in every group just because it's so hard and, and the par fives now are difficult. So, you know, it is what it is. I, am I going to look thrilled to play 18 holes in this this afternoon? No. <laughs> I'm a wimp. You know, I'm an old wimp, but I'm excited to play, and, you know, I don't wear gloves, so I, I've got a couple hours to try and figure out what what I'm going to try and do if, if it stays like this all day long, but I am excited to make the cut. Uh, you know, that's why I come here. The last four years have been really mediocre golf, and uh, maybe one year I was semi-close to making the cut, but, you know, that's my objective, and I did it, and, you know, it's not like, ha, 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 you know, now I can screw around and play 36 holes for fun. I'm going to try and compete, you know, play a good pairing with some younger guys and watch them play. Like I said yesterday, I played with Alex Noren and yeah. Russell Henley and, I, and couldn't have had a better pairing. I think when you are you? the oldest. Yeah. Huh? You're the oldest guy to make Yeah, well, you know, that's a good thing, I guess. I'm, <laughs> oldest I'm, of anything is never really great. <laughs> no, but I'm, I didn't know. I'm happy about that. Uh, Did that ever cross your mind? 
No, I didn't even have any idea. I went to a, you know, I will say this. I went to a dinner last night, and the guy there said, you know, you're going to make the cut. And I said, well, I hope. He said it would be, I think it's Sam Snead, Jack Nicholas, and then I moved into third place in the most cuts. I wish I had three wins and ten cuts, but uh, the couple times that I had, I didn't. But I, I love the place, and I'm really happy to be playing this afternoon and Sunday. When, when Bernard broke the record as being coming to oldest, did you at that stage think that you could better that? Oh, sure. Well, I mean, better, I, you know, at whatever age I come here, next year, you know, I'll work hard to be, last year I wasn't fit at all, and the course was brutal, and I actually played a really good first round. This year, you know, I drove it really well most of the time. I hit a lot of fairways, and they were, they were out there pretty good. Now, this afternoon in this weather, you know, I, I mean, my little green ball may be a third up. I may have a wood in the number one, but I got I to gotta figure it out. But, uh, you know, you compete with Bernard all year long on the Champions Tour. He's probably been the best player for eight or nine years. He's phenomenal. And I feel like here, you know, I can compete with myself to make the cut. I, I can't compete with Victor Hovland or John Rahm or any anybody, but I can compete with myself and that's really why I come and that's what I like to do is make the cut here at an older age. Are you going to have a little chuckle with him when you see him? With Bernard? Yeah, no. No. No, he's got enough records. I can. <laughs> he'll probably make the cut next year. Yeah. Do you know how many days you are? What's that? 108. You're 108. I'm, I'm that much younger? Yeah. No, older. I'm older than Bernard. The making the cut. Oh. 108 days. Okay. Well, that's good. But today's another day. If it was Friday, it'd been 107. <laughs> well, there you have it. You've heard from uh, Sandy, Larry, and Freddie, and it is uh, well. There's that music. It is a uh, a sad but happy time for those guys. Uh, of course, Freddie, it's happy he's made the cut. But for Sandy and Larry, we bid a loving farewell to their uh, their tenure and being competitors in the Masters. Hope you enjoyed the show. Thanks again to all of our sponsors, my bookie and especially PXG. Nobody builds golf clubs the way we do, period. Thanks, everybody. This is Frank Bassett saying see you tomorrow for another PGA Tour countdown at the Masters.